welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Tiffany Untitled. Thank you all again for tuning in. Thank you all for giving God your ear. Giving God your ear. And I pray that the Holy Spirit not only continue to speak to my heart, but also speak to yours. To not also um, lead my heart, but also lead yours in every area of our lives. And that's something so important. Um, It ought to be important to us um, that we are spirit-led and not fleshly-led. And so before I get into it, I just want to honor God. I thank God for this opportunity to take advantage of this platform to get on here share his word, share what he have to say with his people. And, you know, it ought to encourage us. It ought to keep us in our rightful places. It ought to um, give us a desire and the push to keep on doing what we are called to do. And so I just want to honor him. I want to glorify him and I just want to thank him for the strength and for the power that he has given us all as his body. And um, my prayer is that we become stronger and stronger um, by the day, you know, as we seek him, as we draw closer to him, as we learn more about God. Um, I just pray that, you know, he increase as we decrease. And so I just want to get on here and just express a transparent, very transparent moment um, that I've been feeling uh, for a couple of days now. And it's been... I would say uh, more like a grieving type of feeling and maybe, you know, you can relate. Um, Maybe you, you can't, but um, I believe that when you are connected with God and you're able to see things from his perspective, there are things Um, that will take place. There are things that, excuse me, you will be able to witness and it can have you to feel what he feels in his heart um, towards his body, whatever is going on. And I've experienced what I would call like some type of grief, And I've been able to witness some things um, that has taken place within the body. And I'm not going to say it has discouraged me. Uh, It hasn't. But instead, thankfully, thankfully to God that it has drawn me closer to him. It has opened my eyes 
to see the schemes and the traps of the enemy. And it has given me the desire to get deeper into the word, um, deeper into prayer and be strategic in my prayer because the enemy is out and the enemy is using every crack, every cranny that is open and available for him to come in and have his way. And we, as a body of Christ, the men and women of Christ, we had to have our eyes and ears open to the tricks of the enemy. And, you know, what I have observed is, is that people are becoming discouraged. People are falling away from the body. People are yielding to their desires and their feelings. And when you have been in a place of God, when, excuse me, when you have um, been in a place where God has positioned you to be in, but you have allowed your feelings, your emotions to take over and to have you making decisions that is not God-led, but also leads to destruction. It leads you away from Father God and not to Father God. And so I just want to share a few things that's been on my heart uh, regarding this. And, um, you know, there are some scriptures that I would like to also give. I will highly, highly suggest, especially if you're one who has also uh, witnessed this, who has experienced this. But just to encourage you, you know, there are some scriptures that you can read and study on and get the strength that you need. Get the strength that you need. God will renew you. God will refresh those areas that needs the renewing or the refreshing in. And so... um. I just want to remind my brothers and sisters of Christ that we have to remain focused. We have to remain focused. And I believe there is another episode where I spoke about our focus. But I want to, even if I did, I want to backtrack and I want to send out a friendly reminder to those in the body that stay focused. Stay focused. There is a enemy, a real enemy out here. It's not the people that our natural eyes see. It's not our spouse. It's not our uh, church friends and family. It's not those that we work with. Now, the enemy uses these people. He can. But they are not our real enemy. Let us look past that and see the hand of the enemy. 
see the hand of the enemy. And it takes the strength and the power of God to see beyond that. That's why we have to stay connected to Father God. Because when we encounter such situations where a person has offended us or possibly hurt us in any way, we have to be able to sit back and say, okay, yeah, this person did this or that, but I see what the enemy is trying to do in this. I see the confusion that he's trying to create. I see the hatred that he's trying to build in my heart. I see the selfishness and and the fact that he's trying to pull me away from my rightful place. I see this. So what I'm going to do is go deeper in prayer. What I'm going to do is go on this fast that I I feel that the spirit is leading me to. So what I'm going to do is draw closer to God and I'm going to press into his presence. No matter how long I have to stay there. And, And when we see this and we make the effort to do what we need to do, God, he is with us. He will give us all that we need. He will give us that strength. He will give us that power to press, to press and to refocus, refocus on the bigger picture, refocus on his perspective and focus The basic definition of focus is a center of activity. It's the center of activity. I think of a uh, a target uh, or whatever, however, whatever the game is. Dart. I don't know, but I think of it's a a circle in the middle of all these rings. Christ is that center. Christ is the center of our focus. He ought to be the center of our focus. The hope in him ought to be that center of all this different activity. There is so much happening in the world. Yes, I'm not oblivious to that. But what is the center of your activity What is the center? What is your center? Is it God-centered or is it self-centered? Because if it's self-centered, baby, you're going to be shaking. You're going to be thrown off for real. But when your focus is God-centered, you are immovable, unshakable. Yeah, all this and that is happening to you, at you, however you want to put it, whatever your situation stands. But you can't be moved. You can't be shaken. Matthew chapter 7, 24 and 25 talks about your foundation. When your foundation is Christ, storms come, storms go. But you cannot be moved. You cannot be moved. And 
people have become so sensitive to their feelings, so sensitive to what others are saying and doing over the smallest things. It's it's the small things. Oh, she bumped me. Oh, she looked at me this way. Oh, she said this. Just took what somebody said and just let the enemy have his way. And it gave you a totally different interpretation. Instead of you coming to each other in love and clearing the air. Friend, sister, you slip made me feel some type of way. But I want to clear this up with you because I don't want any confusion. It's okay to have those conversations. It's okay. We're human. So we will have different feelings. There are things that will be done or said that may make us feel some type of way. But we ought to be mature enough to come to each other and correct it and move along in love. So people have become so sensitive to how they feel, so sensitive to the different situations and activity that is happening around them and maybe to them that they have become less sensitive to the spirit. They're no longer being led by God's spirit. Instead, they're led by self and the feelings and the different emotions, excuse me, the different emotions that they experience. And God wants us in a place where we're led by his spirit. We're led by his spirit, regardless of what has happened to us. God wants us in a place where we're sensitive to his leading. And we have to be very, very careful. We have to be very careful that no one or nothing take us from our rightful positions. We are called to be uh, a people that is set in place to, to minister and to uplift the body to draw people into the kingdom, to do what God has assigned each and every one of us to do. And, you know, people who have fallen away, people who no longer is God-led, um, you got to watch. You got to watch it. And you got to be sensitive in spirit. You you have to ask God for discernment. Because if you don't, if you're not in the place where you can discern, if you're not in the place to really see from the spirit point of view, you won't be, you will miss it. You will miss the fact that these people who have fallen away, these people who have went left, however you want to put it, But they're not only falling away from the body, but they're bringing people. They're trying to bring people down with them. They want people to feel how they feel. They want people 
to to see it from their perspective. They want people to give in to their flesh because they've done it. They don't want to feel alone. And that's what the enemy does. He don't want to do things by himself, but he want to bring everybody down with him. Not caring about the consequences that they have to reap. Not caring about how it leads them away and separate from God. They don't care about your destination. All they care about is how they feel. And so this just brings on another totally, totally different conversation. We have to guard our ears and our eyes. What are we allowing these people who have fallen away? What are we allowing them to bring to us? What are we are giving them the opportunity to tell us, to try to convince us that their way is the right way? And it's not. It's not. If you're not leading me to Christ, if you're not encouraging me to to press on, to refocus my attention on God and all that God wants his people to do in the world, then, baby, we don't have anything to talk about. And if it's about gossip, if it's about how such and such made you feel that you don't want to rectify, if it's something that God isn't pleased in, God isn't honoring me, I don't want to talk about it. That's how we ought to be. You don't have to be nasty, but be true, truthful. Be truthful, sis, brother, uh-uh. Let, let's pray about this. Oh, you don't want to pray? That's fine. I'll pray on, on my own time. But at the same time, I'm not finna, I'm not finna go there. That's that's not what I'm finna do. It's not feeding me truth. It's not feeding me any good. And so, again, just a reminder, sisters and brothers of Christ, stay focused. Stay focused. There's an enemy out there. But at the same time, there's a God our God, the true living God, the one and only God that has already fought for us. Let us continue to run this race that is set before us. And um, I want to give you this scripture again. Philippians chapter 3 talks about being focused on the goal. Paul is speaking about pressing towards the mark of the high calling. Regardless of what's all going on, press. Press your way. There's a song that I love so much, and I believe her name is um, Shanna Wilson. Press in your presence. Press in the presence of God. For God. In God. When, as you read the word, and you learn about the life of Jesus, 
you know, he went through so much. Um, he was talked about, he was lied on, and all, you know, this this other stuff. But it's like when we signed up to be followers of Christ, we signed up for the same suffering. We signed up for the same um the same thing, the same journey. So there are going to be people that serves to oppose the life that we're set on living. And they come to make us feel some type of way so that it deter us from the rightful path that we ought to be in. Okay? And I just want to, again, encourage you. I want to help you to refocus. If this is you, now, do what you need to do to refocus. Take this word. And I pray that the Holy Spirit continue to speak to your heart to help you refocus, to help you get back on the path that you're called to be on. And if you are one of the ones that has fallen away, turn back. Turn back to God. God didn't hurt you. People did. People did. There's a That's a big difference right there. God did not hurt you. God is the one who has called you. And you really think that when you stand for Christ, you really think that things are going to go smoothly? It's not. It's not. You're in a safety net with Christ. Yes, true enough. But it's not going to go smoothly. It didn't go smoothly for him. He was persecuted and everything. So with us being partners with him in this We signed up for the same thing. And the thing is, it's all going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it when we get to the other side. And you never know who's looking um, or following your steps. Following in your steps as you follow Christ. You never know. And so when you turn away from God, when you turn away from doing the things that God has called for you to do, especially if you've already been walking in it at some point, and when you turn away, you're not only turning your soul away from from Christ, but you throw others off. And that is not, that is not the safe thing to do. So that wraps what I have to say up. I love you all. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will continue to speak to your heart. Read Philippians chapter 3. About focusing on the goal. Read 2 Corinthians chapter 4. About the different... Uh, things that we will encounter as the body of Christ. 
persecution. You know, all these things that happens to the body of Christ on a daily basis. They can have people deep in their feelings. Read and study your word. Your word is the sword. Is your sword. As you fight off the enemy, you ought to be using the word. That is how you fight off the enemy. You can't do it in your own strength and power. But it's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's your word. Okay? I love you all. Once again, be immovable. Be steadfast. Be solid. Let Christ be your foundation. Get out your feelings. Get up. Brush your shoulders off. And keep it moving. In God. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And not sensitive to your flesh. Your desires. What you think and feel is right. Okay? We are who God says we are. We can do all that God says we can do. We have all that God say we have. In Jesus' name, I love you all. And I will talk to you all on the next episode.